Welcome to the Realtor Fight Club, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Realtor Fight Club. What's up, Jen Mertland? Hey, Monica. How are you? Very good. How are you? Super great. Good. So welcome, y'all. I'm so glad you're here today. Oh, we got a good one today. I just know I'm going to piss you off. <laughs> I just do. Those are always the good. It's, let's be honest. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to piss you off. You're right. (laughs) All right, guys. I hope you're tuning in again because you love this idea that we present two sides to every facet of real estate. You know why? Because there's more than one way to have success in this business. And the way that counts is the way that feels authentic. It works for you. True that. People like that's where you get all messed up when you try to show up like somebody else. So Right. All right. In today's episode, we are going to duke it out over this. Hmm. Should you be required to, or should you sign a buyer rep agreement? In other words, stupid. (laughs) What do you mean is stupid? That's a stupid question. I feel like we talk about this all the time. Yes. Duh. Why? There's, Have why? you ever taken anybody to court and sued them and received your money from the agreement? No, but why? Okay, do you get a listing? Do you get a listing agreement signed? I do. Why? Because it's required. That's the only reason you get it yeah, signed? I might, I might do it on a handshake. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. It's the Wild West, which I'm in favor for. But I'm in favor of anarchy. However, no, I think that... Let me just take a moment and take a breath for a second before I jump on this giant soapbox. Go. Okay. You run an effing business. As part of a business transaction, there are contracts. There are agreements. I will do this for you. I will get paid this. Here are your responsibilities as part of this agreement. That is... The buyer rep agreement is a natural ending to a buyer consultation. I do not understand if you have a business, why you would not get written agreements to conduct the work. I think it's fine that you do it. I'm not against doing it. So I'm don't get me wrong. I'm not doing it. I clearly. <laughs> so let me tell you this. When I started in the business, I learned how to use a buyer's agency agreement, like our buyer's rep agreement. Right. I didn't know there was a way not to do it. Okay, so for the first three years, I got every single buyer I had signed and agreement. Right. And yes, I never had one person buy a house without me. All good. Good. Then a little something happened and my manager asked me to teach the rest of the office how to use them. And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> you mean we don't have to do these? And he said, yes, but you should. And will you teach it? So I taught it. Mm-hmm. And that then put this big question mark in my mind because who knows? Because I'm a human being. So I stopped. And for the next three years, I also didn't have a buyer buy anything without. Okay. I'll wait. Me, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I use the buyer's rep 
agreement to have the conversation I need to have, to set the expectations, to outline my role, and to get their commitment. Because I do business 90% by referral, I have not had reason to have a problem or had any listings are by referral too, and you get that signed. I do because I have to. It's a requirement to put it into the MLS. Okay. So if it wasn't a requirement, you wouldn't do it? No, but that's not what we're talking about today. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I love house. So much. I wish if you guys are not watching this on YouTube right now, it would be worth you flipping over to our YouTube channel <laughs> and watching Jen's face during this. Here's <laughs> all I'm saying, Jen, is if I have a buyer sign one of those mm-hmm. and they go out and they buy a for sale by owner without me, Am I going to sue them for the money? No, but you're not going to do it with a listing agreement either. Like you're not, I mean, you might maybe. I might hold like, to a listing agreement. But listen, I agree with you that contracts are worth nothing, right? They're not really right. worth anything if there's right. one of the parties is insane, okay? Or they're just, right. they want to be out of business with you. That's fine. Right. I'm just saying that they give you an option to, they give you an option you know, because listen, if when I have like a listing agreement, we can unilaterally cancel that agreement. And I tell them, look, if you're being crazy, I don't want to be in business with you. And if I don't do what I say I'm going to do, you shouldn't be in business with me. And so we, you, we pre-sign the cancellation agreement. We just don't date it. That way, one of the parties can cancel if the agreement is not honored. Yes. So this is the same way. Look, we are agreeing to do business as set forth in this agreement. If one of us doesn't do it, we can get out of it because no, this city is way too small. And you're right. Our community is like, it's too small. And a lot of us do, well, not you, a lot of you people do business on referrals. And so like, you don't want to piss off people that you know but you run a business. They expect to sign a contract. When they get windows installed, they sign a contract. When they hire their accountant to do their taxes, they sign an agreement. Like this is just part of business. I, I, you're right. And maybe they would sign it. I just, I they use will. I use it to leverage the purpose of it. And so here's where you and I why agree. You stop and why stop? I understand. Here is where you and I agree okay. is that trying to smooth it over now issue no no the issue is when agents are not even presenting it oh like they're not setting the expectation right i think you are leaving yourself way exposed your job is to help them understand how to operate with a fisbo Mm -hmm. how to operate with new construction Mm -hmm. if you see how like how i get paid why it's important that you walk into an open house to make sure you say my name that's where i do all that And so that document does the heavy lifting that I think the whole point of this podcast, if you're getting anything out of it is use it or don't, but you have to have that conversation. And if you're not, you really are not. No, you definitely need to have a buyer consultation, but here's the thing. Here's what happens. So you, let me give you, let me just give you two quick scenarios. Hear it. All right. Scenario number one, you're, it's a seller's market. The buyers are insane. They are up all night looking at houses. They're just really anxious about getting a house. They go to an open house because they're just like driving by. They see it. It's open. They go. The agent at the open house is like, they want to write an offer. So the agent's like, okay, we'll write the offer. Offer is written. You're out. 
if I did my job, they would be crystal clear that they say I'm working with an agent when I walk into the open house. And then the other agent who's not as maybe, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Legit. Legit (laughs) says, don't worry, it's fine. We'll just write it up. Now, if you had a buyer contract, which you're already presenting anyway, and agreed with you, if you're not doing buyer consultations, you do them, which we both are. So that is the right way. And if you're already presenting the agreement, just have them sign it. Now it doesn't matter if that happens, right? Like they could be crazy and it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I mean, well, I was going to give you the other example, but I think I'm going to like refrain, but it's, it's along the same lines of like, let's say there's a third party or a brokerage of some kind that's somehow selling leads and they buyers go on there. They like schedule an appointment, like online. They think they're doing the right thing because they don't, I mean, how many times have you heard, well, I didn't want to bother my agent and you get calls as a listing agent. It happens all the time. Right. But I didn't want to bother my agent. So they would go online and do it. Another agent picks them up. And because they bought that, whatever they bought that lead, but you don't have a buyer agreement signed. Yeah. They could say, Hey, we're working with another agent, but there has been plenty of agents out there that have been like, it's fine. This is how we do it. It's hard for me to argue with, with this. I, I'm just telling you how I, I do it, which is not. Um, but <laughs> all day long, what you're saying is right. And if people are Boom, comfortable done. using End that, of episode 70. I know. Shut the episode down. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. But uh, so listen, in fact, I'm teaching a couple new agents, some um, doing a little new agent training for a couple newbies. And I will likely teach them to get a, a freaking uh, man. agreement because it's right. And I get, I get what you're saying and I can't really argue that it's wrong. I'm just presenting how I'm using that document effectively for me. So far, you're right. I could get burned for sure. But that's, that's why I say that. I'm, I just I think say it's that like, wrong. I mean, I'm, I just think that it's in our, there needs to be a mindset shift in our industry. We run a business, whether your business is helping five people or helping 5,000 people, it is still a business and that requires business processes. And if you're already, if you're, if you're already presenting it, you might as well, they are expecting to sign it. Put put the signature on it. Look, I'll give you this one. I really will because nothing you're saying is wrong. Yeah, no, I'll give you, I'll give it to you all day long. And I know there are a lot of people that agree with you and are using them. The far majority are not. And so if you're not, at least do my version of it, at least. At a minimum. At a minimum, take the opportunity to be really freaking explicit about each and every opportunity they have to screw you over. Because they don't know. They just don't. Well, it's not that they're, they, they're not intentionally screwing you over. It's just no, that's they the thing. Think that they don't know what to think. Like they don't know that we can help them on for sale by owners. They don't know. And, you know, we've done a podcast before on the um, commission. Like, let's say you charge a certain amount, but the seller's only offering another amount. This is an opportunity to be like, hey, they're only offering, you know, they're offering less than what we agreed to. And now you have a choice to ask, you're going to be responsible for covering that or you know what? You're not, but without the document, you have, it leaves you with less choices. And I'm a fan of more choices versus less. 
except in the chip aisle. There's way too many, so many chips and types of bread. Like why, why? What's your favorite chip right now? I mean, munchums is the, all the munchums, you know. What are those? Are those like the the sour cream and onion munch? No, those are good. I mean, all chips are good, but like, no, they have like Cheetos, Doritos, Sun Chips, and pretzels. They're like oh. in a bag together. They're like a trail mix of potato chips. What is your favorite chip? <laughs> chip is what I really enjoy. This is Sharon's, and so it's here quite often. Is just a regular Lay's potato chip in Dean's. So, and Dean's oh, French onion dip. That sounds good. Wavy? I prefer the wavy. Sharon likes the original. Gotta have a thick chip with the dip, man. I agree. I well, agree. in our next episode, we will be taste testing. Yes, that's and, right. And no, I'm just kidding. But you know what we'll do is, do you have a copy of the buyer agreement and buyer presentation you do? I have a copy of the buyer agreement. Perfect. My, yeah, I don't have any. So we can put those, um, and I'll put ours and also like our like presentation that we do for the buyers and you can go find it, um, at jennifermertland.com slash vault. And there's also a lot of other resources in there too, that you can use, but we'll put it, we'll put stuff from this episode in there. Sound good. Perfect. I think we have to take a break though, right? Yeah. Dang. That was a lot. I have to go back to my corner. All right. We'll, uh, (laughs) let's take a break, hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we will have the final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Now Jen and I are rested and we're in our own corners here. We ate some chips. Jen, are we talking to, are we taking this to the streets? We are and I'm pissed off. Oh, wait a second. What? Hold on a second. Tell me. No, stay tuned. Oh, I cannot believe it. And I'm so excited. I even gave this one to you. I know, because I'm right. Because my people are my people. They just know. They just, just like, oh, well, everybody loves me. And I'm the concierge realtor. And I just like, don't really <laughs> feel like running my business like a business. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. You want to go? All right. So my final minute on this is just this. Mm -hmm. If you are not having it completely signed, at least please tell me that you're taking this opportunity to explain to them how you get paid, what your commitment is to them, and in turn, what their commitment is to you. And also the major pitfalls that can happen between a buyer and a buyer's agent, i.e., Fizbo's open houses, new construction, and how you want them to handle those. You You're have basically to be answering questions before they're asked because they will be in your head. So yeah. explain to them like how you're going to also be looking at for sale for sale by owners, how you can do new construction and get them registered for new construction. 
Exactly. So that's my bit. But listen, if you are so inclined to get it signed, get it. Oh, I just rhymed. If you're so inclined, get it signed. You that's, your, that's your tagline. That's good. I like it. Yeah. Get it signed. Done. Yeah, that's your done. All right. I think this is going to have to be the yeah. end of today's episode. I think we're going to have to wrap this up. Who do you think won today? Do you agree? Do you agree with Jen? Do you agree with me? Seems like everybody probably agrees with me, which is super awesome. Better reason of why you don't do it other than like, you don't feel like it. <laughs> Go to our Facebook page, this Realtor Fight Club, and let us know what you think. Please let us know. Exactly. And of course, if you'd like to learn more about EXP and see if it's a great fit for you, you can call or text me 513-400-1691. Hey, if you guys are listening to this and you know somebody that would enjoy the banter that goes on here, would you do us a favor and just send them a copy of this link and help us get um, our likes and subscriptions and all that up. We're doing good on that. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Get all right. It. See you next time. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm here with Aaron Faye. Hey, Aaron. Hello. Hello. And Aaron is mostly a buyer agent. She works in uh, Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky with Comey and Shepard. Now, Aaron, you are the perfect person to answer this question. Unless you're wrong, of course. But let's see. <laughs> No, it's unlikely. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Should a buyer always have to sign a buyer rep agreement? So I a hundred percent know we disagree with this, I think, Um, but I do not, I have never in my career had a buyer sign a buyer rep agreement. Oh my, Aaron, I'm so disappointed. Are you serious? Not one time. time. Correct. I don't even know what it looks like. Why? Why? So one reason, which probably isn't a great reason, but I know almost no realtors, at least in our area, who do them. So I feel like, yes, I I could probably think of one or two others, but really most agents don't require it. Maybe that's a regional thing, but I don't know very many who do. So I do feel like Sometimes with stuff like that, um, does it make me seem pushy or different than everybody else? Mm-hmm. And if no one else is requiring it, why would I? Um, which is not a great reason, but yeah, okay. It is What's your reason. second reason? I am not a pushy realtor at all. Even you think that's pushy? I think there's something about it that makes people feel like they don't have the freedom to end the relationship. Okay. That's the point of it. Um, if things aren't going the way that they want. And I do feel like with buyer representation, I have probably been ghosted 10 times. Like literally they just fell off the face of the earth and right. I looked them up on the auditor six months later and find that they bought a house with somebody else. But <laughs> Stalker. <I> was, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> being a realtor is being good at stalking. Yes. Um, but I do feel like out of how many deals I've done and how many buyers I've worked with, really 10 or 10 or 15 times having been ghost, ghosted is not that many. No, and then, not with your volume. And you're not even yeah. talking in a year. You're talking in your lifetime. Which in is, the whole time. In yeah. A, yep, in 10 years. Right. So, 
And I feel like, you know, if the relationship isn't working out, I don't want them to stay with me because then it feels uncomfortable, uncomfortable for both of us anyway. But let me ask you this. Yep. Do you get an agreement when you have a listing? Yes. So what's the difference? You'll probably disagree, but actual money spent on a listing is different. And it's a different relationship. So, you know, we are putting their listing on the MLS. We are paying for a photographer. We are dropping our sign in the yard. So at the end of the day, it, it is a different relationship. Whereas I know my time is money. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest too. I have never broken up with a buyer either. Oh, which we I disagree on that too. I know. We should have our own fight club. No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you never have, but you've wanted never to. Not I have many times, but I just push through and maybe we should uh, do tips on working with difficult buyers by Aaron. Buyers. Uh, that's right? that's amazing. Tips, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've never asked, you know, I've never done that on the other side. So okay. I don't know. I just feel like if they're not happy with me, they should be able to walk away. For sure. I mean, I agree with you. And so I think it goes both ways too. Like if it's not working for one person, it's not working for both. Right. But the agreement doesn't mean that you can't cancel it. I don't know. Interesting. Do you do a buyer consultation? I do. Okay. A hundred percent for first time home buyers. (laughs) Okay. Probably more like 25% 25% for oh, no. old school. Like I need a new guest. <laughs> no. I will say I still do a buyer consultation if they've bought a house four times, but it's not the same one that I do with a first time home buyer. I got you that. And that makes sense, right? Especially if those four times they bought them with you. Yes. Or even in the last 10 years. Cause a lot of times I'll say, well, when was the last time you bought a house? And if they're like 30 years ago, then right. we have a much longer conversation. Yeah. But it, it feels different than my, I will say, I probably work with half and half first time home buyers. Okay. So, I mean, I do do a lot of buyer consultations. I mean, that's, okay. and I've been doing them virtually for a year now, which I would really like to get back to face to face with those. Cause I feel oh, like really? they learn so much more when it's, when we're right here. They do. That, that makes sense that you're not capturing like over a zoom or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I get yep. it. All right. Well, I think in general you are team Monica, but that's okay. We can still be <laughs> friends. <Yeah. laughs> I agree with you a lot of the time. Okay. So okay. I think it's okay that one time we don't. One time, one time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on. Always helpful. And if people um, have a referral or they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way? My phone number is 513 513- Six zero eight zero seven seven four, and my email is Aaron E R I N at E P F realestate.com. Love it. Well, thanks, Aaron. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Realtor Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.